Today on The She Show, I'm joined by Alyssa Lawless, recent winner of the Visionary Award presented by Vanna White at the Stitch Around the World Fashion Edition Zoom event. What an amazing crafter who really does not stay within the box or maybe the pattern. Listen to this episode and be inspired about crochet color work and not giving up. Remember, you can always check out more episodes of The She Show on the Lion Brand Facebook page. Enjoy! It's just about that time of day. Grab your knitting needles and your crochet. It's The She Show on Facebook Live right now. Special guests on the Zoom. You could even learn how to loom. It's The She Show on Facebook Live right now. Sai and Ty will be there. Hat not hate, grab your chairs. She show on Facebook Live right now. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to the She Show. Yes, this episode is pre recorded. Uh, we are actually closed. Uh, no, we're not closed. In my heart of hearts, we're closed. No, I'm actually taking the day off, and I am um, giving myself a little bit of a of a of a break. But I will be back live on Monday. I promise. Um, but we always deliver. We always come to you guys with great shows. And today, I am very lucky to be joined by Alyssa. Lawless, who was one of our Stitch Around the World Fashion Edition winners. So she's going to be joining us. And I mean, she's very talented and a, a very talented crocheter. Um, today, we actually, on the She Show, I wasn't able to kind of normally like now because I'm working on this project and I don't want to be working on it forever in a day, which, you know, procrastination, it's a real thing. I think we all kind of deal with procrastination a little bit. No, just me, just Shira. Okay. Uh, I don't even have the comments to go into. So it's just me, myself, the rain. I feel like it's been raining every day here. I've yet to see a rainbow. I'm very disappointed. I see the sun. I see the rain. I see no rainbow. Um, but anyways, we're going to be joined by our lovely guest. Until then, um, I am going to ramble on about Hat Not Hate. And the deadline is coming up. And uh, next week, we are actually going to um, we are actually going to be in the uh, Hat Not Hate headquarters unpacking hats, as I believe we have a lot of hats to unpack. So that's very exciting. Um, but August 1 is the deadline. Please, 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 please make sure you send in your hats. We are looking for that crazy number of 100,000 hats. Um, but not so crazy because uh, everyone thought I was crazy to ask for over 20,000 hats last year. And uh, I got over 20,000 hats. So it's doable. Anything is doable, right? Um, uh, this, this. This cardigan, um, I'm really intrigued to see how it's going to come out because I keep on saying to myself, like, how is this going to all fit? Does anyone ever have that question? 
do you do you have that question when you're like trying to like make something kind of like as you're making it and you've never done something before you're like how how is this you know like i've talked to some people whether it be tiwashira or the she show and people are like i've made sweaters i've made socks but they've never made a hat okay which blows my mind um but like when you're making something and you're putting and you're taking so much time and you're putting so much effort into it, like raise your hand. If you get nervous, it's not going to fit. Like what happens when it doesn't fit? I mean, we all hope it fits, right? But comment if you've uh, made something and, and, and it hasn't fit. What do you do then? I don't want this first thing to like go to someone else. Like I'm very determined that it's like something that I created and like that I want to wear, but now I'm very nervous. I'm spending a lot of time and people are like, measure your favorite sweater, measure your favorite, whatever it is. And I don't know. I just like, why, why not? Like, if my math is right, like if I do the gauge swatch, like shouldn't that all work? Has anyone ever had like a horror story of like your gauge was everything and then, and then it didn't work out in the sweater? <laughs> Leave your sweater horror stories in the comments. Um, uh, but I mean, look, it, it looks nice. Like this, this looks like it could be the back of a cardigan, right? I think. Um, yeah. I mean, it's very drapey, this yarn. Um, and I wanted to use this yarn over any other yarn, first off, because it's new. Also, because um, I had a lot of it. And also, I thought the yarn was just really fun because it had like these little speckles in it. And it kind of gives it just like that, I don't know, it's just like rather than plain blue. Um, but my friend, um, Jess, yesterday when I was talking to her about it, she's like, oh, it's going to be kind of like a scrap sweater in a way. And I was like, huh. Didn't even think of it that way. So I don't know. I got lots of fairy godmothers and godfathers out there for my for my sweater support. And I guess you guys are a part of that as well. So leave your sweater stories in the comments. I'm going to be watching out for them. Um, but let's, in the meantime, bring in our guest. I'm admitting her. Good, how are you? Good, good, good. How is everything? Good, good. Yeah? Oh, I, that, what, is that an animal? What is that? That's my cat trying to nibble at my hand. Oh, I love cats. Oh my goodness. What is your cat's name? Houdini. Houdini. Oh, yes. boy or girl? Boy. Boy? Yes. He's just going to disappear in a minute, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he gets that all the time. Um, everybody, meet the Stitch Around the World winner for your amazing, amazing, amazing blanket that you created. We're going to get into that. Um, this is Liz Lawless. And when I asked her what her five words were, she said, creative mom, teacher, motivated, and caring. Let us unpack those words because let's start with creative and let's talk about this actual blanket that you created. Let's talk about it. Where did, how did it happen? I, it's because I, do you have, do you have a picture to show everybody? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So she's going to show us. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. So you need to, this is not a painting, everybody. This is crocheted. I need you to break, and I know that you've told us this like 10 times already, but now I want you to like break it down even further for everyone that is watching. Can you tell us like yeah. the story of that, why it came to be, like, why did you make it first of all? Uh, well, my brother proposed to his, or now wife, his uh, the fiance at the time, uh, he proposed to her outside City Hall in Philadelphia, and he, that was a very special place for them, and uh, we were all hiding, it was a scavenger hunt, and all his, um, her sister and brother-in-law was in on it, and all, and my husband and I and all their friends were there, and we were hiding behind the statue, and it was so much fun, we we're getting pictures of him with that beautiful building in the background, and that, it was just such a beautiful picture, it had to be commemorated in a very unique, but creative way. Oh my God. I just got goosies just hearing that story. So tell me like how, so, so you gave this, you gave this at her, at the bridal shower, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So how long did this take you? Because like, what was the timeline from that image to the bridal shower? It took six months for me to draw it out into a black pattern and then to crochet. And then how long and to crochet? Sorry. One year. One year. Oh yes. my gosh. Okay. Were you doing like other projects while you were doing this or it was just like all, all yes. the time this? No, no, I was doing other projects uh, because that one in the beginning, it was okay. Like I could sit on the couch and do it, but within a few rows, um, maybe, maybe like six inches in, I really had to lay it out because all these, all the complex colors and all the details of the cement and everything. Like sometimes I would have like uh, three blocks with one strand and three blocks with another. And I have like all these strands just laid out and I had a huge Rubbermaid and I had to put them in there. And cause every time I turned it, then they would get tangled and it got more tangled as I went. So it had to be a project I had to lay out and like work on it a few rows and then put it away and then work on a few more rows. Oh my gosh. And so how, like, explain, like, why did you choose to do it in black and white? Like, why black and white and not try and match the color? Well, there would be too many colors uh, with everything, because they were, it, it had snow. You can't really tell on the guard rail, there's white and everything, so it snowed, and then the building is shades of gray, uh, but they, they were in color in the cars and everything, but just to match the color, it went too many strings. And I don't feel like you would have gotten the same effect. No, I you probably like, wouldn't have, but I'm just yeah. asking. <laughs> the, the depth of it, because then also talk about like the color that you like, your whole life search for that. So I think I bought every gray made by every company at the time. And I went from worsted weight down. So what I would do, because I, I use the worsted weight yarn for that, but if I had found, or when I was making swatches, if I found colors that were uh, a DK or a sport weight or smaller, I would use multiple strands of it until it was the same thickness as the worsted weight, just to get that shade of gray in. And I put every shade of gray there is, and I reorganized them over and over again. And then when I felt like I had a swatch that worked, or a color combination that worked, I made up a swatch and it was black and white and six shades of gray. So I made swatch after swatch after swatch and then had a little index card attached to them and I wrote down the brands of the 
and the colors and everything. And then once I found a swatch that really worked, then I started working on the blanket. How big were your swatches? Because how big was this actual piece? Uh, it was, uh, it was over 75 inches. I actually found this photo. My husband's around 5'10", and this is him holding it up on his tiptoes. It's oh my a, it's goodness. Photo, but it shows the size that he's, he's holding it all the way up on his tiptoes just to show wow. how tall it is. And it's, so it's like around 75 by 55. Wow. 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 So how big were your swatches then? Because to see like that all the colors come together, like how did, how did, how did you manage that? In the beginning, there were different sizes because I also had to look at what stitch I wanted to use. If I wanted to use single crochet versus half double crochet, because the size of the stitches would make them different sizes. So if I had done single crochet, it would have been shorter, but they would have looked weird because the stitches were longer than they were tall because I, I went down with such a small hook. So uh, my swatches, I would, they were probably like maybe 10 stitches across. And then I usually did about two rows per color. So that's 16 rows. And I did some in single crochet, some in half double. And then when I found some colors I liked, then I had to go and make another swatch. And I actually did, I did a swatch of my brother's had a few times in different stitches and single crochet and half double crochet, not only testing the colors out, but also checking. Cause when I did single crochet, his head was too, it was wide. It wasn't the right height. But then when I did half double crochet, that worked out better. And so you did this, like, I'm trying to, like, envision this. So you did this all in one piece, correct? Yes. All in one piece. And the different sections, were, when you say they're different, like, like they were, it was done by color? Like, how was it done? Like, like how, when you say, like, you got to your brother's head, like, how did you, I guess my question is, is, like, proportionally, like, how did you know that? I mean, obviously, I guess you created a chart right? Yes. Yeah, I had a chart um, and I actually printed it so it was like 10 sheets, something like that, and I cut out the pattern and taped it together and I would go and I had an erasable marker so I could cross up the row and I found a, if I found a mistake, I could erase that and go back to that row. Uh, but before I even got to it, to make it proportional, I had to, instead of starting the whole thing, I, I cut out a little block of the grid and I tested it to see how it would come out if everything would work out so i did like uh, like 25 by 25 little uh grid with a piece of the blanket and to see how it would come out if it looked right this is like blowing my mind because like we've never really like gone into detail i like i put down my knitting because like I, I need to like really focus on this information so uh, so like did your brother know that you were giving such an intricate like do you is it just you and your brother or is there another sibling it's just, it's just me and him. Okay, that's good because like I don't know how anyone yeah. could compete with such a, like such a present. But like, what what was his reaction? Like, did you tell him you were doing this? Like, what was his wife's reaction? Like, what like, yeah, what were their reactions? Uh, well, he didn't know. He found out after when he came at the end of the shower. Uh, but his um, wife opened it and she was very excited. And um, right before the shower, I told, his sister knew about it. Um, and then I, his family had, was told, because my grandmother's a little too proud and start telling everyone, which is, 
making me a little nervous at the time because I didn't want her to find out. But uh, a lot of people knew, at least on my side and some of her immediate family. And so everyone kind of stopped a little bit. And then people who didn't, when she opened it, she got so excited that everyone stopped to look at it and they wanted to know who made it and they're admiring it. Wow. Wow. And so what, what have they done with it since? Like where, where is it now? Like what, what do they use it for? Is it like in a, a box or is it on their couch? Like, have you seen it since? No, I'm not really sure. They live in a little apartment in Philadelphia. Okay. But they don't really have a whole lot of room. Not everything using it as a regular blanket. Ah, okay. Okay. So like, what are, what are things that you like to do yourself? Like, cause that was such a big undertaking. And like you said, you had ends for days. Like how, like what's something that you like to do? Because I can't imagine that you like to do that all the time. Or maybe you do, in which that's amazing. <laughs> I really do like color work a lot. I just don't do it in that intricate detail all the time. Uh, I've made a lot of dog blankets. Uh, my, I love making people blankets. And I've made several for people where I took a photo of their dog and I drew it out. And plastic color work is in trying to replicate things. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Okay. So you're, so you're a big blanket person. I, did you make the one behind you? I see one behind you. Yeah. Ah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So are you, are you only a crocheter? Are you also a knitter? Like, have you ever tried knitting? Yes. I taught myself how to knit when I was in high school. Um, I, I was okay at it. And then I I put it down because I used to do a lot of bead work. Um, I'm, used to go make fancy like intricate beaded things and then I would make some simplistic things but when I had kids and then with the cat I just there's too many paws and hands grabbing at my beads so I tried to go back to knitting and my first project well I did have one successful project it was a giant entrelac um, blanket in knitting with uh, the Bernat blanket yarn which in hindsight that was not a smart decision but that's okay and then I decided, since I, I was a new mom, I was going to crochet my son a sweater and it fit the cat. Oh, no. So, <laughs> I, I was just that. talking about at the beginning of the episode, I was telling everyone, because I, I started my cardigan, and I was telling everyone that they should leave their, their sweater horror stories in the comments, because I just feel <laughs> like, you know, it's, that's like my, I think that that's why it's, I've always stopped myself from making a sweater, because it's just like, so much time, so much effort for the chance of it to like go wrong. Very high chances. So I yes. think that that's why, but I don't know. It, it, it looks like, I think it looks like legit. This is, I mean, of course this is, I mean, but it's supposed to be the back of the cardigan. So I think like so far so good size wise, but I don't know. Who knows? It, 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 who knows? Who knows? Who, I, I have no idea what's going to happen, but sorry. So you were talking about the sweater fit the cat. Yes. So then I moved on and I, I was making superhero blocks to make uh, my son a blanket and it, it was coming out okay. But every time he needed something, I had to stop. I would lose a stitch somehow. And 
And so I decided, forget it, I'm gonna try crochet. And then once I started working on that, I realized that if I dropped the stitch, I could go back and figure it out and not lose all that time. So it, it just seemed to fit better when I, knowing that I had to stop all the time when they needed me. So I guess my question to you is, is like people are gonna be like, well, so like how to getting back to your like outstanding blanket that by the way, Vanna White presented you, like <laughs> you got an award from Vanna, like how did that feel? That was amazing. It was, it was so exciting. I, I do a lot of work um, and I, I was very apprehensive about starting a blog or a YouTube channel or anything. Cause I, I was, I didn't feel confident in my work because I, I mean, I know that it like it has nice images, but I crochet tighter than other people. And every time I follow someone else's pattern, I have to tweak it at the to get my gauge right because I, I crochet tightly and I just like creating things I see. So I just I never felt confident, but to have being awarded by her, it just it felt so great. Oh, I'm so glad she's so she's so sweet and she like she was really taken aback after I spoke to her so Vanna presented the award uh, the visionary award um, for the blanket and I, I mean like I could tell like even though we spoke to her before and we told her like Vanna's gonna introduce you you were like kind of like low-key freaking out I could tell you're like oh my god <laughs> Oh my God, man, it's talking to me. <laughs> like that was, that was really cool. You definitely had like that, that, um, that amazing reaction. But um, what, do, what do you say to people that want to like try and get into like color work with crochet? Like what, what would be your piece of advice? I would say don't hesitate. Try it. Find a, a simple pattern and just try it. It, it's, don't just think about it and because it, it seems difficult but once you get the hang of it it's really no different it's the same as if you're making a, a regular blanket or scarf or whatever and you went on a string and you're attaching more yarn it's the same thing you just have to change your string a little more often so just go for it try it and but what would you like not only like try it like what went into like taking this image of your brother proposing to his now wife and like so you took that picture and then you made it into a chart like how what are what were like the steps that you that you took to make making it come to life so i made it into a chart and kind of like made i made a, a almost a blurred image uh, just to kind of outline where everything would be and then i went back through and i added details once i had like the, the outline of it i went back and made sure that the pillars stood out and that the, the the building kind of curves and you and you see it's on an angle so I had to make sure that it kind of went upward to give that dimension to it and so I just kind of like just vaguely drew it and then went back in later to really pull the details out and edit it so it looked okay I mean it's a stunning piece of art I I I mean like I'm so happy that someone was able to receive it but at the same time I feel like you should have kept it for yourself <laughs> Um, I'm definitely like a self, I mean, like I definitely give a lot of like my stuff that I make, but I'm also like, a, like something like that I spend that much time putting into like, woof, that's your generous sister. I hope he gave you a nice present or something since, <laughs> cause that is a nice, nice present. So what do you, do you have something like on your, on your bucket list of crochet that you would like to, um, that you would like to do? 
that you haven't done yet? Uh, right now, uh, I'd like to eventually try socks and maybe also a sweater or a shirt. Um, I've made shirts for my daughter. I mean, it's very simple because she's only two. But I want to try to make something that fits me because I've started things and it came out okay, but I didn't feel like it fit the right way. So I want to have my own design behind it. I think that's part of my problem is I need, I need to figure out my gauge and how to well, work that's, it right. Well, that's what I was just going to ask you is like, are you doing something that you really are you, like that you're excited about? Because I think that that's, that's going to be my advice to you is that, <laughs> is that like, I am actually excited to see how this comes out. Um, it's, I like, I base it off a pattern, like a lion brand pattern, but definitely using a different yarn and you know it's not going to look the same in the pattern it's a solid color and this is not a solid color so I think that being excited about something and especially as creative as you are that having your own imprint on that design is is going to make it exciting because it seems like you like to be out of the box you don't want to be in the confines of an already done pattern so um actually which leads me into my quote. As you know, we do a quote on the She Show and uh, we even did a quote stitch around the world. Um, but I'm gonna ask you to take a deep breath and uh, viewers that are watching at home, remember to take that deep breath with me. So on the count of three, one, two, three. And the quote is, the worst enemy to creativity is self-doubt. And that's said by Sylvia Plath. And I thought, I, I think that's very apropos to our conversation and to you and your creativity. Was it like you really knocked it out of the park with your blanket and I only wish you continued creativity. And I have no idea what you're going to make next, but I know it's going to be pretty awesome. So for all information about Alyssa, you can go to uh, her YouTube channel. Uh, There's some really funny songs that you might come across. Definitely check her out. All of her information is going to be in the description. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much for having the confidence to submit your amazing, amazing Afghan because I'm so glad that people could see how creative you are and you needed that, you needed that light to be shined on you. So thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me and sharing it and being able to talk to Vanna White and everything. <laughs> it was an my, my pleasure, pleasure, Alyssa Wallace. You can check her out. All of her hand, all of her information is going to be in the description. Thank you so much and have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye. Well, that was Alyssa Wallace and she is awesome. Very creative and um that blanket is amazing um to see her receive the award from vanna white you can check out the stitch around the world fashion edition it will also be in the description um i love making people happy and living out their unknown dreams that they may have had <laughs> Um, no, but it was very cool and she's just so creative. And I, I, I loved the Stitch Around the World Fashion Edition because a lot of people that submitted their stuff, like 
didn't really think that their stuff was good enough, which is insane to me because everybody is creative. And um, uh, it was really hard to choose. So I'm so glad that people got their moment and people got to share their creativity. And um, Alyssa is just like one of the many that, um, that, that shared her creativity with us. And I know that I'm thankful for it. And so are a lot of other people because they are inspired. Um, so definitely check her out, check out her YouTube channel, all of her information in the description. Um, yeah, I, it's so interesting that she mentioned the whole sweater situation. See what I mean? I didn't even know she was going to say that. And then I'm over here like working on the sweater and I'm just like, you better fit. Um, I'm really interested to hear from you guys about your sweater disasters. Um, and I will definitely be looking in the comments to check out and see, and I will definitely bring them up on Monday or next week. Um, remember, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, she show is now available on Spotify for your ears. So you can, uh, listen to this. And hopefully we will, maybe by the time this episode comes out, we'll be available everywhere else. But until then, as always, um, we are always here. The She Show is always here on the Lion Brand Facebook channel, Monday through Friday, 12 to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The She Show, it's a wild jungle, you know? I get to talk to so many different types of people, crafty people, wellness people, good people, and everyone in between. And um, I think the She Show is a little bit about my personality, crafty and then some. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learning about someone else's creativity and their advice and taking it. And um, I think that one true thing in talking with Alyssa is that, you know, when you are excited about something, you want to do it. And I mean, I think that goes in hand with hat, not hate. I think that goes in hand with my cardigan. I also feel pressure that if I do not finish it, you all will come and find me and make me finish it. So <laughs> with that, um, do something you're excited about. Have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining me. And remember, as always, be safe, be healthy, and always be kind. Bye, everybody.